Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the So welcome to another episode of This Week in Salsa. And today on the show, we have a Latin Dance Community Roundtable. We got two great writers from the LDC community here on the show to talk about some of the articles that they've written over the past couple of weeks, some upcoming articles that they are going to be focusing on. And for those of you who may not have time to read all the great stuff on the interwebs, we're going to give you nice summaries of those, talk a little bit about that, uh, see what may be important or not important to you to then later on read that stuff. So uh, with that being said, on today's LDC Roundtable, we have Richie Kerwin from Barcelona, Spain, and Chili Alazar from Cape Town, South Africa. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Hi, Thomas, Rob. Hey. Hey, Rob. Thanks for having us. How are you doing? Good, good, man. I'm excited to be doing this. This is the first time that we're doing this format. And uh, yeah, you know, like I said with this, we want to talk about what's going on in the LDC content. Uh, I really like all the articles that you guys publish. It's all a very wide swath. I feel like there's something for everybody on the website. So with that being said, tell me about some of those things on the site right now. What are some articles that are kind of on on your radar right now? Um, Well, I'll get the ball rolling. Um, From my side, articles that I have um, seen at the moment that have kind of got my attention. Um, There's an article by Brisbane Salsero about what makes us also champion. Uh, and then there's also a recent article by Takashi Young on the Orishas, an introduction to the Orishas. Uh, from my side, my next article is coming out at the end of the month, which will be how to tell the Salsero that he smells. Um, and that will be an interesting article coming out in a few weeks' time. So this is um, just, uh, this is just a, a guy <laughs> thing? Like, what, what if a lady smells? Because that's happened. What if a lady smells? Well, it could be used in both, in both situations, but I'm curious to know what you did. Actually, might as well get some input on my article right now. Well, okay, <laughs> so... There, there is no man... There is no man alive who's brave enough to say that to a woman. <laughs> no, you're right. I never would dream of it. So this is really like an emotional intelligence kind of article, right? This is like social norms and what can and cannot be said, right? This is not this is not like strategies saying like, here are the things you need to tell them to smell good, like stop eating curry or like shower and then use deodorant. Like you're not giving tactical things. You're saying how to let them down easily with smelling. What what Which one of those is correct? The, the the first one. It's more it's more about the social aspect of it. It's more about what's socially acceptable and not acceptable because um, different people have different personalities and take feedback differently. So um, the aim is to find a way that can accommodate almost all kinds of personalities without breaking anyone down, so to speak. So you know, you know what? From us, here's here's what here's what I think you need to do, man. Um, is is Tinder big by you guys? Uh, Tinder, yeah, I've, I've never I'm, sort of. I I don't I don't use it. I've never used it, but I've heard of it. So yeah. <laughs> yeah <it's okay. laughs> All right. Well, you need you need like a Tinder for smelly people, so that you can swipe them and they won't know who swiped them, but they know that they smell. So that that's what you need. That's what I would do. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. I'll go and look it up. Look, look into it. I'm sure it already exists. Everything already exists. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so actually, on, on that same note, but certainly not any advice that will be useful for your article, uh, there is this product called, uh, what is it called? Actually, hang on a sec. I have it like right next to me. I think it's called Sweatproof. Hang on one sec. So I got it right here. I, I've ordered it on Amazon. It's a clinical strength antiperspirant called Sweatblock. Uh, okay. it, it apparently stops you from sweating for seven days. 
And that is terrifying to me. So I, have, <laughs> I haven't actually used it, but yeah, I mean, it's it like, I've, I've looked at all the Amazon reviews. I've looked at this. I'm like, oh, wow, this, this looks like too good to be true, but I don't want to die. So, yeah, so <laughs> well, there, there, there is something, there is something in Sweden called absolute dry, which I think is exactly the same thing. I have used it. I usually, I use it at Congresses only because I'm also kind of something that stops you from doing something so natural can't be good for you. Yeah. But at Congress, as I use it there, because it's just extremely useful, you actually do not sweat at all. So yeah, <laughs> I, the, under the arms, it's crazy actually. I don't know what's in it, but I'm assuming that if it was approved, it must be some sort of acceptable. <laughs> but I, I don't use it too much. First, first yeah, it's it's like one of those problems that you don't want to completely solve. Like if you if you solve it, that means you're probably gonna die of something in another couple of years. Okay, cool. Um, so. <laughs> what was that, Richie? Which will smell good. Yeah, that's right. It, it's worth good. it, isn't it? You're going to have some great dances <laughs> in the meantime. And so and, and back, back, to, um, back to past tense stuff. You were talking about salsa champion. So I don't know what that means. The only thing I can think is that whenever my non-salsa friends ask me like about salsa or when people learn that dance salsa, they're like, oh, so do you compete? And I'm always like, no, I don't compete. Like, we dance for fun and we do performances, but are you talking about like competitions here or is this something else when they say salsa champion? Uh, well, when, when he wrote the article, he also sort of said that, you know, do people, he's not referring to it in the terms of, of competitions, but he's more talking about it in terms of an, a love for basically inspiring people and um, pushing people. So these are leaders and role models in the salsa community. And, um, it could even be, and basically it was basically saying everyone can be a salsa champion, you know, even a social dancer, you can be a salsa champion just by encouraging the person next to you to have a dance or to do something, you know. That is basically just about loving people, loving what you do, and encouraging people. So it was about building people up and not tearing them down. So that was the main focus of it. I like that. Were, were there any mentions about uh, being a salsa champion by starting a podcast or by writing for LDC? <laughs> that, that, that seemed like a good way to say. Not directly. Not I directly. think that would be a bit of punting considering he is a writer on the LDC, but <laughs> we will tell him next time to throw it in as a PS, you know, That's comment. True. That's true. Cool. Well, what about you, Richie? Uh, tell me about some of the articles on your radar this week. Well, uh, this one isn't from this week. It's actually uh, it's actually one of the uh, earlier articles from LDC, you know, from way back in the day, like a month and a half ago. Um, and this one was uh, called um, the the Eight Salsa Caricatures by uh, Sorrel Holiday. And uh, the reason I like this, it's it's not particularly profound. It's not going to um, it's not going to revolutionize the world of salsa or give you any tips on salsa. But it was just a really really fun article on you know certain kind of, uh, let's say, groups uh, um, or individuals that we all see kind of regularly on the dance floor or, or, or in the salsa scene, you know. Um, so that, that's an article that I really, really liked. Like, that, there was, I'll give you an example. Um, one of her characters was somebody called The Apologist, and that immediately made me think of a friend of mine who I know from dancing with regularly, who constantly apologizes when, uh, you know, when she doesn't get a a move just perfect, or she's you know slightly fumbles a spin or something like that, you know. Mm. Um, so yeah, we kind of we, we all know these uh, these different groups, and we've all met them before. So it's a fun article to read, you know, and see that you know other people are meeting these people too. 
Yeah, good. So that actually reminds me, I'm wondering if there was uh, someone similar to this, where the first time I heard about you, Richie, was the article that went like viral in the South community of, uh, what was it, something killing social dance? Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I know we promised I wouldn't bring it up. I got to bring it up. Uh, so was there a character similar to that, like these people who just go out and like never really improve and just are there for years and years? Um, th there wasn't somebody who kind of uh, really, really hits that uh, on the head, you know what I mean? Um, uh, God, what, what to say about that? So, so you need a number um, nine, man. Yeah, we, we, we'll add yeah. that in, okay? I'll, I'll talk to Sarah, <laughs> I'll get her to uh, an edit. Yep. <laughs> That's cool. Well, what about um, what about any articles that uh, that you've written recently, Richie, or ones that are coming down the pipe? Well, um, the first one I wrote um, was was actually uh, about uh, dancing where no one has ever danced before, and that was kind of more of a practical guide for people um, who may be interested in salsa. Um, uh, you know, they want to do it, but in their particular area, wherever they're living. They just don't have access to, you know, regular salsa classes or, you know, to a social dancing scene. So I just gave people a few ideas on stuff that they could do, kind of based on stuff that I've done over the years because, um, just because of where I, I started dancing salsa in a place where salsa was not common at all. Um, and, you know, I just thought I had a few tips that I could share with people. So that's what that article was about. So what were some of those places or what do you do? Well, like, well, like, what, what, what would you do? Um, the, the first thing is, you know, you, you know, I started with, you know, find yourself a good partner, you know, because learning to dance a social dance is not exactly easy if you're dancing on your own. Okay, um, you really do need to learn the uh, the intricacies of the lead and stuff like that. Um, I, I spoke about, you know, finding a good teacher uh, who'd be willing to give private classes in maybe a town nearby. You know, doing a little bit of traveling on weekends, um, kind of getting in the basics as much as possible. Um, you know, stuff that's that's doable. Um, uh, you know, if if you're if you're dedicated, and you know that that's the thing with salsa. You know, if if you're dedicated, you can achieve really really great things with it. Yeah, I, it reminds me of. Do you guys know Neri Garcia? Can't say I do. Yeah, I, I know Neri. Yeah, so I this guy is the guy that I modeled my dancing after uh, when I was, uh, you know, 2009. But this guy came out of Fort Myers, Florida, which is like nothing. I mean, it's no salsa scene whatsoever. And he, in an interview one time, was saying it was just from DVDs, lots of YouTube, and traveling. And that's how he got good mm -hmm. in the middle of nowhere. So, that's yeah, cool. it can definitely be done. But, yeah, check out, check out Neri's stuff. I think he's called, like, the bendable man or like the the super flexible yoga like matrix guy out in europe he's really big in europe but he, he's based here in in the states it, he's an incredible dancer him and john montoya they uh they do a lot of performances together but cool yeah, so he has, he has this he has this nice video where he's dancing with tanya um lalamana so just look for that one richie it's a pretty good one to watch you just love all the videos with tanya lalamana man <laughs> yeah when's the, first, when's the first article gonna be written on tanya man just her her and george um, how to be how to, how to look like that or date someone that looks like that? <laughs> I vote for the second one, by the way. <laughs> so interestingly enough, Rob, um, the first festival I went to in 2011 was um, in uh, was a salsa cruise down the, the, the Mediterranean. And I 
50% of my decision making for going there was because I wanted to dance with Tanya because I had a crush with Tanya from 2009. <laughs> so, oh. I finally, and it wasn't from their bachata video. It was actually from a salsa performance that they did, which was amazing. That was no one's that ever the, seen before. Wait, wait. I think I, I think I know the one you're talking about. If you go on YouTube now, the music is not attached to it anymore, but it was like at the same place where the bachata video happened, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. that is the yeah. one. Yeah, I love the one, one where he does the the the, the hit, the three hit with the, she does uh, her ass shaking thing. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. So that's the fun. <laughs> and that video, <laughs> that's the first time I saw a salsa performance in my mind was semi blown in 2009 or something. Yeah. Man. And then 2011, they were at a, they were doing this thing, and I was like, no, I'm going. And I, you know, wrote them an email, and I was like, I'm really big fans of yours, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So I got there, and then they have a workshop, and we are standing. Um, there must have been like at least a hundred people at this workshop, right? Packed. The whole whole room was packed, and the workshop is going on. And towards the end, he's like, "It's chilly in the room," and I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "Chilly. Come up right and dance with Tanya. I know you've been waiting for this moment, and <laughs> <laughs> you lead the last workshop out." So they're they're pretty cool people. So yeah, I've I've had a good relationship with them from the first moment I saw them. Nice. So they're pretty cool. And that's awesome. That's awesome. I, so Tanya, they used to be down in Tampa, which is about two hours south of me. So when I was first getting into the scene, that was one of the places we traveled to all the time. So I never really understood how big they were in the Latin dance community until like later on, which thankfully, because I think I danced with Tanya like a year into dancing and it was awful. Like I, I'm just terrible and I just didn't really care, you know, but if I knew I would have, I would have cared a lot more for sure. Oh man. So Man, what what about you, Richie? What I, I don't know if you haven't danced with Tanya, but what who's like the biggest star that you've danced with that that took you took you? Oh, do, do we we've all danced with Tanya. We've all danced with Tanya. Um, <laughs> I I actually I remember uh, I I had just moved back to Ireland um, uh, after after I lived in Japan. I was kind of getting into uh, still getting into salsa, and there was a, a congress house in Ireland. It was my first congress ever. It was a, a little mini bachata congress. And uh, Jorge and Tanya were actually, they gave the whole thing, they gave a whole day of um, workshops and stuff, which was absolutely fantastic. And I remember, um, you know, it, the whole thing was a bachata congress, but there was a, obviously the party that night was going to be salsa and bachata and everything. And I remember uh, I went up and I asked her for a dance, and like I was expecting the song to be... Um, to, to be a salsa because like I'm 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 not comfortable really with, with bachata at all and I, I know very little bachata moves. But anyway, um on comes a bachata song and my hand is pointing out towards her like, you know, take me onto the floor, please. <laughs> um and and she said yes and then I was like, Oh no, this is bachata and I just remember it being exceptionally uncomfortable. Um but anyway, I survived. And uh, I swore that day that I would get better and I would take her out on the dance floor and show her a fantastic time. So in the future, maybe that will happen. <laughs> <laughs> nice, man. You know, speaking of bachata, the Aventura Dance Cruise is going on right now. You guys have never been. I've never been either, but, man, some of my friends have been posting this stuff on Facebook. It is a freaking insane party happening on this ship right now. It's just, like, outside everywhere. Everyone's everywhere except in the pool. Like, everyone's dancing on the outside. There must be – I don't know how many people go to this thing, but I feel left out. Like, I feel like I need to be there right now, but I'm definitely going next year, without a doubt. So, so it's a cruise, right? It's a cruise. Yeah, they take you to the Caribbean. So, so so yeah, basically, once they're into international waters, anything goes, right? Pretty much. 
pretty much. I just don't really get how the workshops work because you're in a ship and it's floating back and forth. Like, how do you dance with precision when you're on a ship? I, I've never been on a cruise, so I don't know. Lots of wavy motions. <laughs> right. Well, the other blog post I want to talk about was three most important factors for great social dancing. So, Chili, this is yours. Why don't you take us through this a little bit? Um, the, the one about the, uh, the factors for great social dancing. Uh-huh. Well, basically, a, a while back, um, I, I interviewed a few years ago, I interviewed a number of salsa people that I respected in the community, both locally and internationally. And basically, I asked them a bunch of questions about what does it take to become a great social dancer. And I compiled all this information together, and I distilled it into a set of three separate articles, um, which I basically became about how to be a better leader and how to be a better follower and the different types of dancers. And basically, I distilled the best points from each of the, the different ones. And now, a few years after my journey, I sort of reread everything, and I sort of realized that it could be distilled even further down to three points um, when you looked at it. And so those points, I won't share them with you on this article, I mean on this podcast right now, but those points can be gathered in, in the article. There are basically three. It's a very short article, but if you focus on those three points, it can be, those three points can be uh, expanded into so many other, but distilled down to their core, it's basically boils down to three simple things. Nice. That's what we call a teaser in the business. Now you gotta go check it out. We'll uh, we'll link up to it in the show notes. So we'll link up to all this stuff in the show notes. So, ladies and gentlemen, watching or listening to this, uh, hopefully you're not watching because I don't plan on sending any video for this. But as you uh, listen to this in your car or as you're walking around, uh, just check out thisweekinsauce.com on the post, and we'll link up to all this stuff too. Uh, well, I, I think that's about all that I have on my list. Are there any other articles that are upcoming in your minds at this point or ones that you've recently published that you want to talk about? Uh, I've got one um, coming up. And I, actually, I spoke with uh, Chili about this um, a while back. Um, and I, I haven't decided if I'm going to, <laughs> I haven't decided if I'm going to put this up on LDC or if I'm going to put it up on my own blog. Um, <laughs> Uh, we, we, we'll see what way it goes, but the, basically the article is um, on what women want in uh, um, from a lead, okay? And uh, what, what I'm doing for this is actually I'm, I've been interviewing um, quite a few uh, female friends um, from all over the world, you know, uh, different styles of dancing. Just ask them what they, what are the kind of common factors that they find makes for an enjoyable dance, you know, and I kind of want to put that together into a, a kind of a, a quick and easy guide for, for guys, for, for, for leads. Nice, nice. That, that reminds me of this weekend, actually, this Friday, I was dancing at a social, and uh, here at the Gator Salsa Club on campus, we have a lot of people from a lot of different skill levels, and this one girl I was dancing with was, like, beginner about three weeks in, and my girlfriend was there. She was sitting down watching me dance with this girl, which was mistake number one. And so she saw me dancing with her. And by the end of the dance, I, I go up and I, I sit back with my, my girlfriend. She's like, you know that that girl didn't have any fun with you dancing. Like she was terrified during that dance. I'm like, what are you talking about? We had a great dance. She's like, no, you're doing all these moves that she didn't understand. I'm like, yeah, it's a challenge, you know? And I guess I have this bad habit of kind of getting bored and then I try things that I probably shouldn't. So I'm sure that you'll cover that there. But uh, yeah, I had a recent, recent run in where my girlfriend knocked me down a peg there. <laughs> That's what girlfriends are for, man. Exactly. Exactly. I said thank you, Ani. Gave her a kiss, and then we danced. So. <laughs> yeah. 
Whoa, I think I think we may have a guest a guest appearance here uh, at the end of the show. Ooh. I see someone coming in. It looks like it could or it could not be Jason. I think it's, I think it's gonna be Jason. <laughs> Either Jason or Tanya, one of the two. Jason, are you there? Fingers crossed for Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, I believe you're on mute. Uh, yeah, he's muted himself. I can go there for the folks. He just he just does not want to be on this show. No matter he like even when he logs in, he still mutes himself. He he's feigning technological incompetence right now. Right. <laughs> Definitely feigning. I think I am here. Huzzah! Hey, Jason. Hey. Welcome aboard. Welcome. Yeah, sorry I am late. How you guys doing? It's okay, man. We're, never, right? we're done. We're done. We're just we're just gonna sign off. So you came in just in time. Oh, perfect timing. Perfect timing. That's just how it's just how I planned it. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, uh, while we have you on the line, why don't we go through on, on your mind, just tell us a couple of articles that have come out on LDC recently that you've enjoyed that you'd like to give like a quick synopsis of or some of them may be upcoming that you want to talk about, too. Well, um, we have, first of all, just kind of kind of to rehash. Um, when the start actually started. It started back on October the 1st um, of this year, and um, it was a um, initiative to kind of get uh, a group of people together to uh, write articles and give their opinions and commentary on different Salsa uh, events, uh, or not events, but activities and um, items. And so um, I think just as far as uh, what we've got coming up right now, we've got uh, polls. So anybody out there is listening uh, to the show and they want to give their opinion and voice their opinion on, um, you know, different um, uh, salsa topics. For example, one of the polls that we have uh, right now is we had an article written by uh, Sorrel Holiday, who is in the uh, in London, and she outlined salsa caricatures. Um, just eight different salsa caricatures. So, for example, one of the caricatures is the salsa apologist. So we all know people <laughs> out there who every time you dance with them, you know, they're always apologizing. Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. You know, or the salsa diva, you know, somebody who thinks they're, you know, they're all that. And so they don't really dance, you know, with you. They dance for you. And so um, I think uh, the person that I uh, would pick to be the person that I would like to dance with the least would be the salsa apologist. So you go, go to LDC and you go to a, one of our polls, you can certainly pick and vote for that. And um, But yeah, we've got a lot of stuff coming up. Um, we had a recent article uh, written by um, Richie there about, uh, you know, better grip, better salsa. Uh, Chili certainly has a very popular article about the salsa personality test. You know, which a lot of people really loved. So, and we um, we recently added a couple new people to the staff. Uh, Rachel Cassandra, who is also involved with KazumbaCommunity.com, and she'll be doing an article for us coming soon. And also uh, Nicholas, and I'm going to butcher his last name. I'm sorry, but I think it's pronounced Kaburia, and he lives in Ontario, Canada, and he's actually going to do video um, blog for us. So, yeah, we've got a lot of really fun. Stuff coming up on LDC that uh, we hope the, uh, the public will like. Hey, J Jason, what is the what's the name of the Kazomba person again? 
Rachel Cassandra. Okay, yeah. Rachel. You, you got to connect me with Rachel because I do want to do an interview with someone about Kazomba just so I can understand a little bit better and why I don't like it. Like, I, I'm, I'm still trying to, like, <laughs> I'm trying to get past that. I mean, listen, like, we're, we're talking real right now. Like, not everyone likes every style. And I've walked past right. the Kazomba room at enough con congresses right now, and I've never taken a class, actually. So I'm trying to understand it a bit more before I knock it, you know? So I, I want someone to tell me, like, listen, here's why it works. Here's why I enjoy it. Here's why it makes sense. And here's like the mechanics of the dance. I don't even understand that. So I definitely want to talk to Rachel, uh, Rachel about that. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, certainly... do you guys find there's a lot of people out there who actually have that kind of opinion? It's like, Ugh, I, I just don't like Kizomba. The thing, the thing I wanted to say is I've noticed is anyone who doesn't know how to dance kizomba doesn't like kizomba. Once you've learned it, I am yet to meet anyone who's yeah. learned it who doesn't like it, actually. <laughs> I'm, so if you've learned it and you still don't like it, let's have a conversation. But I've noticed that because it's just like they're just standing there. What are they doing the whole day? Especially if you do a lot of stuff also. You know, where you, you Here's the thing, though. Isn't it, it. isn't it like too – isn't it too intimate for someone to dance with you that you don't know very well? That that's where I'm I'm not quite getting it. Like if you meet a stranger and you have a girlfriend, but you just meet that stranger and you dance with them, Kazomba, does it work or no? Well, you know, just to comment on that real quick. So I think honestly that might be something that's a either a cultural um, opinion because I've talked to people who, especially teachers, who say the biggest difference between learning Kazumba in the United States and learning Kazumba, for example, in Europe and other places, is that people in the United States tend to have that opinion, you know, one that you just stated, is that it's a little bit too intimate to dance with a variety of people, whereas people in Europe, they're a little bit more free about the dance, and they're able to still connect with others, perhaps, that they don't know, and there aren't many, what's the word, many, perhaps, hang-ups, I guess about the intimacy of the dance. So I'm, I'm curious, you know, if you uh, interview Rachel, maybe that could be something that you could ask her that maybe it's just more of a cultural, cultural thing that Kazumba just appears to be too intimate, you know, for a lot of people in the United States to pick up. Yep. Yep. I, I could see it. I could see, it. I mean, well, wait, we'll see what happens with this racial interview. I'm, I'm excited for that. I definitely want to talk to her. But yeah. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, I'll definitely keep an open mind. That's uh, that's all I can promise. There's definitely an open mind. So uh, with that being said, guys, I think we can put a cap on this. Is there anything else anyone wants to bring up before we uh, before we turn this episode uh, episode done? Yeah, I think there's one last question Jason has to answer real quick. Um, oh. Jason, when did you dance with Tanya Lalamana? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I danced. But, but we, we, we sort of all talked about when we first danced with her, so it's your turn. <laughs> oh, Tanya. You know, what, you know what's funny is I actually have yet to uh, dance with her. Uh, um, no way. Yeah, so I... Come on, these, these guys live halfway across the world, and you live in the same continent as her. And you have I know, I know, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure these guys, you know, they're definitely, you know, a lot more, you know, traveled, and they they definitely, you know, dance with a lot more people than I've had a chance to uh, to dance with. But I would love to dance with her, absolutely. I mean, she's one of the best, certainly, you know, in bachata. I mean, um, you know, for me, I guess the highlight would be you know, dancing with Georgette, I mean, that's, 
you know, she as far as, you know, Bachata is concerned is, yeah. is my idol. But, um, yeah, I mean, I would certainly love to dance with her and, you know, also Magna, you know, Magna Gopal and yeah, yeah, she's, she's amazing as well. So, yeah. yeah, so there's there's plenty of people out there who, you know, I certainly would love to dance with. Even Terry. <laughs> Terry. <laughs> Terry's awesome. He's he's one of my idols too. I wouldn't mind dancing with him. You know, he's just, I'm just kidding, but yeah. <laughs> well, let let us know as soon as you do dance with Tanya, because I, I I expect us to be the first to know. Unless I will. I will. I will absolutely bring that to you guys for sure. So. Sounds good, man. Well, guys, before we break here, uh, are there? Uh, I guess we start with Richie. Tell us uh, what your other site is, and if there are any other projects that you're working on that you'd like us to know about. Um, yeah, so my site is just, uh, it's called the, thedancingirishman.wordpress.com. Um, yeah, it's just uh, about, it's, it's actually uh, kind of about my, my journey with salsa, where I started and kind of where I'm hoping to eventually get there if I, if I ever actually manage to get good at this. And um, but then I write about a lot of other stuff, like uh, I, I write a lot of stuff about where I travel to, um, stuff, a lot of stuff about linguistics, and then a lot of stuff about sports and nutrition. So it's kind of more of a all about my passions as opposed to be uh, as opposed to being exclusively about um, dance. Yeah, man, you sound like the Irish Tim Ferriss. I don't know if you know Tim. <laughs> I've heard of Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you sound Irish. exactly like him, just you know, with an accent. And without money. And without <laughs> <laughs> you get there. You get there. <laughs> All right, what about you, Chili? Um, my blog is uh, chilisblog.com with a Y, not with an, with an I, with a Y, because <laughs> everyone always seems to go with an I first. Um, and my blog is, interestingly enough, turned four about two weeks ago, two and a half, three weeks ago. Happy birthday! Um, Congrats, man. <laughs> no, I mean, well, listen, you know, I, I talked to Jason about this when we interviewed, that there are so many of these sites that... People set up, and then a year later, they're gone, they're dead, and the, their content's still there, but they're not doing anything active with it. So, no, that's a that's a hell of an accomplishment that you've been doing it for four years. How long have you been doing yours, Richie? Um, I've been doing mine for about two and a half years now. Two and a half years, yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, I'm sure all these things can go at least, you know, at least a decade or two is what I'm I'm estimating. What do you think, Jason? Oh, at least at least I'd say 50 years. Let's just shoot for the sky. Let's just go okay. for it. this. This will be something that we continue to do for the rest of our lives. Man, that? are we still going to have years and 50 years? The future, man. I just saw Interstellar yesterday, so my mind's just thinking about the future. But how no will spoilers. I huh? No spoilers. Yeah, right. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Oh, man. Well... Okay, I won't spoil it for you. Um, it's not as good as Inception, but nothing is. But uh, if you if you're into like space travel, yeah, you'll you'll love it. Not like the I just thought of a great topic travel. for. Uh, huh? Oh, sorry. Was I was just gonna say I thought of a great topic, uh, salsa in space. What would that would be like? Maybe somebody oh. can write an article about that. <laughs> salsa in space with or without gravity in the ship. Huh. Well, yeah, if it was without, it'd be a very short article. It's like that's in space. <laughs> <laughs> well, I imagine, I imagine you could do like Kazomba in space really easily. <laughs> oh man. Okay, guys. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. this. This was fun. This was fun, really. Um, we'll, we'll have to do it again. And yeah, guys, check out 
latindancecommunity.com. Check out all the articles that we talked about today. There's a lot more on there as well. And the caricature one, that's probably got to be my favorite image for a blog post ever. So yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> I like those. It looks like Looney Tunes or something. So definitely check that out. Right. Uh, guys, thanks for coming on the show. Appreciate it. And we'll talk next time. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Right. This. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. Thank you. Si tú que me decías que yo nunca podría, pues mira que aquí estoy, trayendo guapería con el sambo 21, vengo sábado y vacilando, porque a todo el mundo aquí estoy invitando, para que te agarres, para que te subas.